So believe it or not, I have been married for 36 years to the same woman. And we dated for four years before we got married. So I've literally been with my wife for 40 years. In today's world, that's pretty amazing. And over that period of time, I have learned a few lessons about building and maintaining a healthy, happy relationship. So in this episode of The Eclectic Monk, I'm going to give you five simple ideas that you can use to build a good, long-lasting, and happy relationship with the person you love. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Now, let's face it, relationships are tricky. They can be difficult. Sometimes they're disastrous. Sometimes, sometimes if you get real lucky, they're wonderful. But a good, healthy relationship actually takes a good bit of effort. And um, I want to share with you some of the lessons I've learned so that you don't have to make some of the same mistakes I have made over my 40-year experience with my wife. Now, let me tell you first off that my wife is a beautiful, wonderful, loving, caring, compassionate, and funny person. She's also um, opinionated. She's a great cook. She works harder than she has to because she just can't help herself and she loves me for some incredible reason I I really don't know why Um, just really quickly we met when uh, we were 18 years old and maybe she had turned 19 I married an older woman she's uh, exactly six months older than I am I was 18 and working as a bellman at the Holiday Inn uh, in Marietta, Georgia. And on this uh, one particular Sunday morning, I stumbled in uh, with probably the worst hangover that I can remember having, at least in the top five. And I was absolutely miserable. And as I stepped into the restaurant, there at the hostess stand was the most beautiful girl I had ever seen. I was completely smitten and um, began flirting with that girl over the next several weeks. And I have said many times, and I will go on record as saying it again, that the greatest miracle in my life is that I asked that girl to go out and she said yes, because I was a complete wreck and she was not. And uh, I still don't know why she went out with me. She says it's because I was cute, but I don't buy it. Anyway, that's how our relationship began. And um, like I said, she's uh, my wife is my best friend and uh, my closest companion. I can't imagine having navigated the last 40 years without her next to me. And uh, if God's willing, we'll make 40 more, although... 
we'd be really old then. But it's possible. We'll see. 98? Not out of the question. Anyway, how do we do it? Well, especially for young couples, I think one of the most important things you can understand is that you have to give space. You, you have to be willing to let the other part of this relationship, let that person um, take time for themselves. Give them some room. I know when you're in that initial rush of passion, you just want to be with that person all the time. But that's really, it's really hard to have somebody who wants to be with you every moment of the day. People need space. <clears throat> People need room. They need, <coughs> excuse me, room to, to grow in, in their own journey and to figure themselves out. And so if you really want to um, have a, <clears throat> a strong relationship, a strong foundation, it begins with being willing to and, and understanding when it's time to step back and give that other person some room to deal with what they're dealing with. You really don't want to smother someone that you love, uh, even if it's with the best of intentions, because really what that screams is insecurity. And especially for men, you don't want to be uh, that insecure guy um, because that is just not very attractive. But ladies, I would say the same thing to you. Having the confidence to say, you know what, I really don't want to do that. I would rather do this. And being okay with letting him go to the football game while you go shopping, which is something he doesn't want to do. I promise you, he doesn't want to do it. Um, it's okay for a couple to say, hey, these are the things I enjoy. These are the things you enjoy. And we're going to give each other room to do those things without us, right? Give them space. The flip side of that is you have to give time. You have to invest time in the other person. That means sometimes you have to go to their parents' house and sit for hours listening to conversations that you don't care about with a smile on your face because that's what you do. Nothing says I love you like time because it's the most precious commodity we have. So if you really want to build a, a strong and lasting relationship, well, you're going to have to invest your time into that relationship. You can't really know someone until you've spent time with them anyway. And while absolutely giving one another space to go do the things that you enjoy is really important. It's also important for you to carve out time to be together, time to explore together, time to discover the things you like together. One of the things that, that Jamie and I figured out very early on is we just love to travel. We love to go and explore things. We love museums. We love to go find historic sites. We like to drive on the back roads and, and uh, just, you know, be in motion and then stop and spend time, you know, doing and exploring incredible things. It's, it's a passion. We both love it. Um, we didn't know we loved that when we first started dating, but 
you know, it didn't take us long to realize that that was something that we really had in common and something that we enjoy doing together. Find those things that you love to do together and then make time to do them because something that will destroy your relationship is if you're not investing time in one another. You have to be connected and be invested in one another's lives. That's really important. I know both of those seem like simple things, and they are. But you'll be surprised how many couples fall apart because, A, they smother one another with their neediness and their insecurity, or B, they ignore one another, neglect one another, and ultimately drift apart from one another. How many times have you heard, well, you know, I was in love with you, but, you know, I just am not in love with you anymore. I can't imagine how that happens if you're really investing in one another. I think the third really important thing, and this is, this is kind of a tricky one, but you have to be honest. Be honest. I think that's, that's a quality that uh, is, is very, very valuable in building relationships. So what does honesty look like? Well, honestly, does not look like uh, being brutally, you know, forward and, you know, say, that dress is hideous. Guys, never tell her her dress is hideous, even if you think it is. Now, I'm not saying lie. I'm saying don't mention the dress. If she asks you, do you like the dress? Then be honest. Well, you know, it's not my favorite dress. I like this dress better than the one you have on. I really liked what you were wearing last Thursday because I was paying attention to what you wore last Thursday because I pay attention to you all the time. Ladies, if he says, let's go, let's go shoot guns and you don't want to go shoot guns, be honest. You know, I really don't want to go shoot guns. I would prefer to go hiking or go for a ride or go do something, anything, anything but shoot guns. I really don't want to do that. And I think as you start learning how to be honest, but be kind in your honesty, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and for me, honestly, <laughs> one of the tricks or secrets that I have learned is to just not have a terribly strong opinion about things that don't really matter. The truth is, I honestly don't care what color the bathroom is. I don't care. I'm just going to go do what I do in the bathroom and leave. I have lived with a weird pink bathroom. It wasn't my favorite. I probably wouldn't have painted it that way, but I helped because that's what she wanted to do. And it's okay. I really don't care what color the bedspread is. When the lights are out and my eyes are closed, it makes absolutely no difference at all. So really having no strong opinion, that's a weapon in your arsenal, guys. You should use that one. And ladies, the same way. If you don't hate it and you don't love it, well, just to make a big deal about it. Chances are you're gonna live with it anyway. Does it matter what color the car is? No, unless you really want a blue car or a black car or whatever. If you have a strong opinion, be honest. Say, I really feel this way. 
But when you think about it, is your opinion based on your absolute likes and dislikes, or is it based on uh, your desire to get your way, to be in control, and to somehow or another have power in the situation? See, that's the big trick. Because if you love someone, if you're trying to build a relationship, it's not a power play. It's not about winning. It's not a competition. It's a life. And you're supposed to be living a life together, growing towards one another, and not ripping each other apart in your desire to be one up, to be the winner, and to use honesty as a weapon. Don't weaponize your opinions. Be kind, but be honest. So, give them some space, but give them your time. Now, if they ask a question, be honest, but be kind with your honesty. That's three things I've learned the hard way <laughs> over the years. But I'm telling you, it really does work, and it really does make a difference. I've got two more thoughts to share with you, but I'll do that after I uh, catch my breath. Be right back. So give space. Give time. Be honest. And then be thoughtful or considerate. If you truly love someone, the last thing you want to do is hurt them, to cause them pain, to intentionally or unintentionally uh, bring stress and hardship and difficulty, discomfort, emotional trauma into their lives. If you want to hurt someone, probably don't love them. You certainly don't love them the way that you should. So be thoughtful. I consider my wife before I make any big decisions. I consider her before I make commitments because I want her to be involved in those decisions. I realize that the things I take on, the things I do, the commitments I make, the decisions I make impact her. By the way, the decisions you make, the commitments you make, the things you decide are important impact the other person in your life. And so before you... Uh, commit to something crazy or just something else. Be thoughtful. Think, how is this decision going to impact my friend, my lover, my partner, my spouse? If we would all be a little more thoughtful, a little more considerate, then a lot of the conflict that happens in relationships would disappear. Because 
most of the conflict happens when I want what I want, regardless of how that impacts her. And over the years, I've made that mistake. Over the years, I have, uh, I have done some pretty um, selfish and just boneheaded things that have created a lot of difficulty for this woman who I love more than life. So I try not to do that now. That was a, those were young man poor choices. Today, I try to be more thoughtful and considerate, which brings me to my last little sliver of advice, and that's to be sacrificial. You may have noticed in all of these, there's selflessness involved, and that really is the big key. Look, if I am willing to sacrifice my desires, my plans, my goals, my wants for her, and she is sacrificing hers for me, if we're meeting each other in the middle all the time, willing to not win, willing to lose for the benefit of the relationship, If my goal is to always build her up and not tear her down, and her goal is to build me up and not tear me down. If my goal is to give her space when she needs it and give her time when she needs it, and she does the same for me. If we're willing to sit down and and just be open and honest with one another, hey, sometimes we get on each other's nerves. Sometimes we make poor decisions. Sometimes we can be selfish. Sometimes we're just overwhelmed and we take it out on one another. But if we could always be investing and building and pouring into that other person and they are pouring into us, if my goal is to make sure her needs are met and her goal is to make sure my needs are met, then guess what? Our needs are always met. That is really the key to successful relationships. My wife and I have been through some really, really challenging times. And we came through some things that tear a lot of marriages apart, actually stronger in our commitment to one another. And it's not because I am the perfect husband. Believe me, (laughs) I am not. I could tell you stories. It's not that she's the perfect wife. She's the perfect wife for me. But she's not a perfect person. She has character flaws like everyone else. But we really love one another. We really love one another. And the very last thing that either of us wants to do is to cause the other one any kind of pain. I would die before I would intentionally hurt her. Of course, I unintentionally 
you know, tick her off weekly. But, hey, I'm still learning. Anyway, give space, give time, be honest, be thoughtful, be sacrificial. Ultimately, if you're going to build a relationship, invest 100%. If you walk into a marriage thinking, well, I can get out of this with a piece of paper, you're not really given everything you've got. And 40 years of experience will tell you, you're not going to be happy every day. They will do something that makes you angry. They will fail. And you will fail. And you're both going to fail. And when you fail at the same time, that's when it gets really ugly. Sometimes you need to create some extra space. Sometimes you need to apologize when you realize what an idiot you've been. Sometimes you need to be honest and say, hey, what just happened, that hurt. And here's why. Sometimes, sometimes you just need to be thoughtful. And before you do it, think, how is this going to impact them? And then choose what's best for them instead of what you think is best for you. The Bible puts it this way, that a man and a woman shall come together and be joined and become one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man tear apart. There is a spiritual connection in husband and wife that goes far deeper than physical passion, although I like physical passion, but it goes much deeper than that. And when you nurture and care for that, your relationship will endure those really, really challenging moments. And you come out on the other side, stronger, closer, and tested and found to be true. Well, I hope this helps. I'm not really even sure where this one came from tonight. It was just on my mind. I'm, I'm going to go inside and hang out with my, my wife for a few minutes before we wrap up the day. Until we meet again, enjoy the journey. Travel well. If you have someone special in your life, travel together. And until we meet again, may God richly bless you, watch over you, and be your constant companion. See you next time. So I really do appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I appreciate if you would rate this and share this, your social media whatever you could do to help publish it and publicize it and get it out there. That'd be great. Um, the stickers are available. And so if you will go to the eclecticmonk.com, go into the contact page, give me an email address and a mailing address. I will send you eclectic monk window stickers. I'll send you a handful of them because I got 
a bunch of them to give away. And if you're one of the first nine people, and I can tell you, there's only eight available spots. Uh, if you're one of the next eight people to request a sticker, I will not only send you those stickers, I will send you something that is created just for you. So, again, I appreciate all nine of you. Uh, everyone who's listening, I, I thank you. And until we meet again, travel well, enjoy the journey, and God bless. See you soon.